Folks, we are about 24 hours away from what will be known as Jerome Powell's Jackson Hole speech. This is the part of the scary movie where all of the music and the lights go down. You're walking into a room. You're not sure if the boogeyman is there or not, but it is certainly going to make you pucker. And uh, we're going to hear and have this conversation with Dustin from Convoy Home Loans. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Yeah. I mean, if we remember this movie last year, Jerome Powell came out swinging. He was yep. Freddy Krueger. He was Jason from Friday the 13th or whoever your scary person is. And he really let the market have it. I think the market has a little bit of PTSD. I think pro people are probably leaning that way because they want to protect themselves. They don't want to get God again. Uh, but yeah, what do you think in 24 hours out? Any any thoughts? If, if I'm going to uh, make a guess that I, I'm not, you know, solely confident in too much, <laughs> but. I, uh, I, I'm going to lean that he's going to be a little bit more hawkish than dovish just because that's been their stance that we could pull on from the yeah. last couple months when the market is kind of hoping and pushing that the feds will kind of turn yeah. to a dovish stance, but I don't think he's going to take his foot off the pedal. Um, I think it's, I don't know what the number, I think it was like 50% now. It's not the September meeting, but before the end of the year, we'll see another rate hike. Yeah, 44% uh, as of this morning. One more rate hike this year, 44%. 44, there we go. Yeah, one more this year. Doesn't have to be September. I think there's three more. Uh, I think so. Three more Fed meetings, right? So I, I think, you know, like you said, the intro, it's the part of the scary movie where the music starts to get a little bit, you know, louder and, and you don't really know what's behind the door yet, right? <laughs> I, I don't think there's any, and it's been like this for a year, where all of our clients were telling them, if you like it, lock it. There's no reward right now that's worth the risk that we're entering, you know, to let something float in this market. And, you know, rates are um, rates are high right now. It's the highest they've ever been. I think this morning I checked the with our own internal kind of conventional 30-year fixed primary. The average is at 733. Okay, yeah. so we have you know, a lot of clients calling for investment properties, obviously, and we're throwing an eight handle in front of it. Yeah, it's eight. Like, yeah, eight. what? Why? What? Like, you know, why are you doing this to me? I thought you're supposed to give us a better rate. <laughs> like, I wish you were my friend. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish uh, I was the one writing the checks, but I'm not. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah that's funny. It's it's really funny because when I break down Jackson Hole speech, I don't think this is a repeat of last year. Last year, Jerome Powell had a, a full-on speech prepared that he canned the night before, if you believe the story. And he delivered an eight-and-a-half-minute speech aimed at Wall Street, aimed at the billionaires. He's like, guys, you're not listening. I am going higher for longer. As he gets ready for this speech, I think there's a couple of themes that I'm looking for, and I'd love your input on. The first one is he can't declare victory on inflation. More work to be done. We're not at 2%. He's going to say all of these kinds of things. I think that's going to be, I think that frankly, that's where he's going to open his speech, in my opinion. What do you think? I, I think that's a good start. I mean, that's been, besides the last month, maybe month and a half, been the biggest headlines, right, of, of what was controlling rates was our battle with inflation, right? That's not the case anymore right now. Inflation is kind of taking a back seat, and it's really what they're looking at and what the, I guess, mortgage rates are better following right now is how strong our economy is surviving in a higher rate environment. And does it allow the feds to continue raising rates or does it allow them now, 
if the market's struggling in terms of like the economy, right? Can we finally pause? And that's the kind of the biggest controller of mortgage rates right now. Yeah. And I think that's, the, that is a big question, which I don't, I don't know which way he's going to go. I mean, cause again, if you look at the economic numbers, most of them severely backward looking, it paints a pretty strong picture. But if you look at the earnings announcements from folks like Dollar Tree, <laughs> Macy's, and some of these others, it's like, damn, the consumer, like Dick's Sporting Goods, the consumer's pulling back. Big problem. Um, I mean, is he going to talk about, I mean, then he could talk about, you know, GDP now talking about a 5.8% current, current call for, you know, GDP growth in Q3. Uh, I wonder if he's going to talk about the economy, how strong it is. Maybe he'll say he's surprised at how strong the economy is, given 525 basis points in rate increases. He's going to ha he has to say something, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's the part that I feel that I'm looking at the most. I don't, you know, with the inflation, he's got to bring that up. I think the biggest point that the market makers are going to look at and what Wall Street's going to look at is how much do the feds believe that the market in terms of the economy is able to survive or has survived in this higher or high rate environment? Yeah. And then I think he's going to talk about the job market, right? Again, we got the unemployment, weekly unemployment claims. We get them every Thursday down again. I think it's 220 was 230 last week. Strong job market, jolts report, you know, wages, you know, all of these things going on. It'll be interesting to talk about that, right? Is is there a number? Because I think we're at three five or three six, the unemployment rate. I forget which one, but that hasn't ticked up. We have maybe it's a structural problem in our economy, but um, yeah, I'm wondering if he's going to bring up the job market because again, I think he could say the job market is proving stronger than we expected or something like that. Sorry, uh, yeah, okay. we, I mean the. Job market, the the current economy, and inflation. If he doesn't touch on all three of those, I'd be extremely Shock. surprised, right? Yeah. Like you do. That's that's kind of your position for our country. Yeah, that's right what now. your job is. Yeah, that's literally your job. Um, and and job, you know, I think it came out like you said, the lowest in like the last. What were weekly jobless claims? Uh, it was two thirty, two forty last week. Okay. So, you know, we're heading in that direction, and that just only gives a little bit more tinder for the fire for the feds to continue yeah. to keep rates higher for longer or higher in general. Yeah. The, then there's two areas that I don't know if he recover, but I hope he does. One is banks. I think there is a general understanding that there will be a lot of consolidation over the next couple of years because of bank balance sheets, because of expenses, because of net interest margin, all these things working against banks. It'll be interesting to see if he talks about a strong banking system. Uh, and then second, just to kind of close this out, I wonder if he's going to talk about the senior loan officer, um, whatever that's called, the sluice report, because lending is like commercial lending has fallen off a cliff. So I'm going to yeah. be curious what he talks about those two. I don't know if he will. I'd, I'd be interested if he does, but like, you know, you brought it up commercial right now. You know, for all your uh, followers or listeners out there, we do have a commercial branch in-house. We oversee it a little bit, but we have, you know, a team that is strictly dedicated to uh, yep. commercial envoy capital is what they're called. But they are hurting bad. And it's not that, you know, they don't have a lot of clients or deals that 
people need to get out of, whether it's refine out of bridge debt, you know, mm -hmm. balloons coming up, trying to acquire new properties. They just don't have banks right now. Exactly. Like used literally all of the banks that we use when we were pulling the report uh, last month. So it's maybe a little old, but it's pretty relevant. In 2021 and 2022, about 85 to 90% of those banks don't lend to our clients anymore. That, I, I'm going to go over that again because this is what I've been calling for. I've been pointing at it. It's great to have somebody in the business give those kind of numbers. We're I'm just going to round it to 90% because it's a round number. 90% of the banks that were funding commercial-based deals over the last two years are not lending today. They're out of the market. People don't understand what that means and the pain that is coming. There's going to be pain because of it. There will be good operators that get hurt because of this. There are going to be bad operators that get completely smoked as they should. Uh, but yeah, this pain is just starting. Yeah, and it's like, you know, the, the water was, the faucet was completely on two years ago. And, and if it's not off already, it's uh, barely leaking or dripping, you know, down the faucet right now with the amount of, you know, funds available on the commercial side. Because remember, most commercial loans, unless you're doing, you know, a Fannie loan, most commercial loans are done through regional banks. It's exactly. the small local communities that know the market that want to give the deals there. They're not doing that right now. And that's why 90% of the banks we used, you know, two years ago are simply turning the faucet off. Yeah, they need, this is back to the earlier point, the banking system, they need to raise cash. Their ratios out are whack. They're going to get, you know, more, you know, costs coming in from more regulation. All I got to say is the banking industry for the next two years is going to be hard. Yeah. It's just going to be hard. Yeah. So again, uh, we're all on pins and needles waiting for the Jackson Hole speech. I think it is 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, I think, uh, Pacific time. I will certainly be uh, looking out for that. Uh, Dustin, if somebody wanted to reach out, have a conversation about what you guys offer, how do they do that? Yeah, just go to our website, convoyhomeloans.com, and mention you came from ORAT. Yep, it's key. You got to tell them you came from ORAT, so you get one of the two, Jonathan and or Dustin. Thanks, buddy. Thank you.